Hey everybody, welcome to the 11th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And today we're back talking about Good Game. Good Game are a math rock quintet from Boston. Uh, the band features Brock Benzel of Invalids and Nate Sherman of Floral, so the math rock pedigree of this band is absolutely unquestionable. No picks needed. Yeah, most notably... Uh, the band utilizes almost all clean tones. Actually, all clean tones. Um, <laughs> all clean tones. They don't. They don't use uh, plectrums. That is no no picks at all. It's all finger picking, uh, finger tapping techniques. So uh, it's it's really interesting. They have like really just like wildly complex melodies that somehow manage to remain catchy. Yeah. First off, just with Christian and I. We are very ex- excited to review this, and the timing was just perfect. Um, very much into these three tracks, just solid. Yeah, that's my only complaint is I wish there was I wish there was more. I mean they, but I mean they gave you the in, like the instrumental the version, so yeah, it's yeah. like I have no problem jamming those three songs and then the instrumentals right after that. Totally good on that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so there's that good. There's those three tracks. Um, each one is so different, lyrical content wise. It, each one grabs me just a little <laughs> different, I, I guess. I feel like it's progressively, like, more emotive as the three tracks go on. Like, the first track is more, like, upbeat, and the middle track is kind of a compromise, and then the last track is, you know, the, the that's track. the one that gets you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the last track... Uh, are we doing Stitch Face, by the way? We are absolutely listening to Stitch Face, yes. Yeah, so we'll just go from there. Uh, Stitch Face, um, probably my favorite breakup song ever I'm going to go on. <laughs> you know, it really... <clears throat> it, it gets me. Um... Excuse me. And another thing I want to talk about very quickly is the fact that there's just this total like resurgence of, of like emotive and progressive math rock coming out right now, especially from the, the South Bay area. Um, you know, specifically Covet and Yvette Young. And of course, Nate is from originally from, uh, I think, Palo Alto. So yep. uh, with the male and female vocals, the dual uh, side of this, it's just, it's so beautiful how they complement each other and it's, it's just continuous. It's perfect. It's yeah, per- yeah it's, it's fucking perfect. And, you know, uh, Brock is of course a student of Berkeley, so like the the harmonies are absolutely they're perfect. They're so well executed, and I wanted to just quickly share with you my my Bandcamp review on this release because um, I think I probably said it here better. Good game takes emotive and progressive math rock to its absolute pinnacle. From the very first moment I stumbled across Brock's playing through deep Instagram hashtag lurking, I've been wildly uh, absolutely smitten rather with the complex yet wildly catchy melodies and superior finger tapping techniques. Songs like Stitch Face will make you cry and you will love every minute. And that doesn't even really sum it up. It's 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 so good. Thanks for making the shit, Brock. Yeah, and and Nate too and all the other people involved in this band. This is this is something special. Definitely one of my favorites. And uh, yeah, we're going to listen to Stitch Face, which is track 3 from Don't Blow It, their brand new EP and that just came out on July 22nd. Here we go. If I could do the math, maybe I'd find The limit doesn't exist To our selfishness If I could beat the RNG You'd always be my stitch face
That is so sad in just the best way. And that was Stitch Face, which is track three from Don't Blow It by Good Game. It's so fucking good. Yeah, I don't think we could uh, we could overstate our enthusiasm for this release. So. Yeah, that's it. Much love. So next we're going to talk about Miko. Miko are a uh, dark hardcore, you could call it mathcore, mm-hmm. sludge trio from Cali, Colombia. Yeah, Colombia. And um, it's a strong fucking three piece, man. Yeah, uh, it's absolutely. Like a, I'm glad you noted that too. It's a it's a three piece. It's a beautiful marriage of like spaz meets a uh, full of hell. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, those yeah. are some great comparisons. Um, just just a great punk hardcore vibe, I guess. In general, I'm very happy with. So I kind of like ran out of adjectives to throw at this one. Like brutal, extreme, violent, chaotic. I mean, you could just throw everything. Spaz fucking full of hell. That's all you need. <laughs> it's yeah. They they mean they blast their way through like technical hardcore compositions um but they still have these parts that are like you know slower and heavier in a way that like converger or, or gaza would it's a really decent amount of feedback it's just uh it's great you heavy. know actually the main comparison that i wanted to make is plebeian grandstand oh yeah damn like I... the blast beats and some of like the chord the cording the arpeggiation of the chords rather reminds me of a plebeian grandstand like in a way they kind of like are blackened sort of uh, for up spaz you gave me plebeian grandstand I, yeah i guess we're all over the place with our, our notes on this one but uh i mean this is practically perfect for what it is um you know, another band I wanted to remind, it reminds me of is Infernal Coil. They're definitely going the same direction as that band in which, you know... Dark hardcore. And blackened, almost. Blackened, yeah. And I'm sure someone has tempted just to make that same comparison. Um, and yeah, this is... I've, I've had this on repeat, like, quite a bit. I've probably listened to this album, like, ten times since I bought it. And uh, we're going to listen to... Vortice. Ooh, fancy. Which is... means Vortex. And uh, that's track two from... Segunda Muerte. And here we go. Yeah. 
All right, so that was Vortice, and that's uh, track two from Segunda Muerte. And that just came out on June 16th. I almost retract my spaz comment just thinking about it's just full of hell and plebeian grandstand. I uh, I was more just hung on the vocals earlier and some of the blasts that I was like on. You can release. hear that though. Totally. It's just my 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 like my my brain goes to like way back bands sometimes and like yeah. Specifically, the reason I said that is because it seems like they have like a black metal approach to writing uh, hardcore songs. Fucking nailed it. Yeah, it's I I, I and Christian even saw it like in my uh, kind of eyes, like kind of clicking as we're listening to the song. You're like, oh, it's clicking with you, huh? It's like, yeah, pretty much. Uh, also, I just want to add these guys uh, from Colombia. I was expecting English lyrics. But it's just written in their own language, which is I prefer awesome. that. Yeah, I, it's pretty awesome, man. Uh, there's no bro- basically there's no broken English. I'd rather I don't know. Broken English is really hard to uh, appreciate in lyrics sometimes. Um, yeah, I guess I hear what you're saying. Yeah, you know whatever whatever language they they want to express themselves in. That's uh, whatever whatever language is going to be angrier is what I'd prefer. My Japanese grind days, um, just the sometimes the lyrics were broken down so much. Where I'm like, wait, I'm just straight confused. What's happening or what's going on? Does melt banana? Sing no, uh, no, it's all Japanese. No, uh, right? Bathtub shitter was uh, the one that was really hard to uh, kind of in between. But yeah, anyway, yeah, anyways. Bathtub shitter. All right, so uh, next we're going to talk about Ladybird. I love that name. Ladybird are a uh, hardcore mathcore band from Douglasville, Georgia, and uh, this is this is super good. I mean, this band could basically be on Death Wish with the way their their sound is. It re- really recalls like Gaza for me a lot of the time. A little bit of Meek is murder in there in a way. Yeah, I guess I could hear that too. Um, I was gonna just throw in "Dead in the Dirt," the way they use like feedback, you know, short, shorter songs, shorter songs, but still those slow and low parts. Yeah, they have like huge breakdowns in these songs that are like sixty seconds long. Um, that that's pretty brilliant, actually. On the lyrics, just, like they they say what they need to say in, in the one song with that huge breakdown, and it's that's good. <laughs> oh, hey, on the note of saying what you need to say, um, thanks for posting the lyrics, guys. These are really short songs, but. You have lyrics. I always appreciate that. As we've said time and time again, we appreciate it when you have your lyrics up because we always look at them. And um, as I mentioned, it enhances. If I like your track, I want to nerd out on it. And then if I come to your show, I want to know your lyrics, dog. I mean, that's all I want. (laughs) I want to sing along. I want to get up on them gang vocals. Yep. And um, yeah, this is a a really good album, really good EP, rather. They they actually put out a a full length back in uh, 2015, Maybe a slightly different direction there too, or just different production anyway. This is like better production, crisper. Um, Dude, I, I just had two bullet points, and Christian just nailed it. So I want to nail. I want to uh, point out that the sound has just gotten tighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully, naturally, in any band, you find better recording or uh, better people that can better record, production, better production. You know, uh, just tightening up the band. The songwriting, most importantly, everything's is better. quote unquote maturing. You yeah, know? yeah, totally. Um, on this note, though, with each record that you see on Bandcamp. I am such a fan of each uh, album as far as artwork goes. Each artwork has a different artist. They did not stick to one specific artist, but I feel like... They didn't e- go with continuity there. Yeah, they did, well, I mean, they went with continuity in the fact that, like, I don't know... I mean, obviously, it's because they're the band is choosing the artwork, but each one fits the band still, even though it's a separate artist. I just... It, I don't know why I had to make this comment, but your guys' artwork really grabbed me. Hmm, that's interesting. That's not something I had made a note on, but... I definitely uh, I I do like the, the the last two covers. Those are those yeah, are pretty good. Yeah, basically, like if like, I I found if I saw the physical copies in a record store, um, you would see it. You would I mean, it. I would notice it and I would probably buy it just by grabbing it and everything. So yeah, I good, would love good job. to have this on seven inch. Yeah. On that note, uh, we're gonna listen to Filthy Cloth, Worn Twine, and that's track six from I Feel Nothing, I Exist Nowhere. Great fucking name, dude. It's brutal. And that came out on June 30th. Here we go.
right, so that was Filthy Cloth, Worn Twine. And that's uh, track six from I Feel Nothing, I Exist Nowhere by Ladybird. And that just came out on June 30th. And I don't know if that's a King of the Hill reference, but still, for some reason, I'm really drawn to that that name, <laughs> Ladybird. I got this like odd. I did, yeah, I didn't even think I about that. I just had to go back for yeah, a second and just say good. something about that because, yeah. anyway, super good. Really love it. So next we're going to talk about Capital Swizzle Credit. No, you did not mishear that. Capital Swizzle Credit is a one-man project from Wisconsin. And uh, this album actually features a lot of guest vocals from uh, Frankie uh, Ferrio of The Central, who we've definitely covered before. Um, Hoomstuff, we've covered before, I should say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have appeared on uh, Math Core Index Volume 2, I think our first podcast as Hi, well. Guys. So. Yeah, much love to them. Um, and in the tradition of weird fucking Wisconsin music, um, this is super good. And much like the central, it, it smacks of heavy, heavy Lolo. It's um, like a post-hardcore Mr. Bungle. I'm so confused and just amused by it. That's so. a weird. That's a weird comparison to make, but I guess I'm with it. Um, I was just gonna say. I guess on the surfy, if you're talking about anything that's remotely surfy, there's. Uh, what I was gonna say is it, it's, it's like kind of like the California album. Hardcore it's, riffs that you know playful it's like it playfully sways between hardcore and it's fucking surf playf- rock it, it's, um <laughs> he, okay it's playful how about that it's a one-man like band that really has a playful sound it's it's kind of all over the place but it's fucking great and a lot of it actually it's well constructed it's I mean, well constructed it, uh, the vocals um his i think it's his vocals specifically remind me of thomas eric of the fall of troy even some of the guitar runs too and some of the riffing is you know is a little similar to Damn, that. Damn, yeah, it is like his vocals. Okay. Yeah, and you know, here's something else that I want to just. This is we're just like throwing fucking comparisons out here Spit now. Spitball in here. We may as well get the kitchen sink out. Yeah. But um, I was gonna say the vocals of one of the later tracks reminded me of They Might Be Giants. I had that in my notes. <laughs> oh, fuck, show me this after this. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no idea why that it is my notes, but anyway, um, this this is super cool and unique. Um, and I'm really into it. And we're going to listen to Usket Runner. And Usket Runner is track one from Swizzle 4, <laughs> Crest Judgment. Dear God. There's a piece of a stake on your picture, too, profile. Jesus, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, this, this, this guy is definitely, um, you know, I don't think he takes shit too seriously. It's pretty tight. Keep it up. And here we go. <laughs>
Alright, so that was Usket Runner by Capital Swizzle Credit. And that just came out on July 18th. Alright, so next we're going to talk about Mirrors and Tides. Mirrors and Tides are a hardcore mathcore band from Cambridge, Ontario. Not to be confused with Massachusetts. And, uh, you know, they sound like a lot of this, like, next generation of metallic hardcore mathcore bands. It, they All these bands in some way kind of sound like Norma Jean or The Chariot or Converge, maybe, or To My Die. Uh, specifically Which is with, constantly why we're dropping those fucking names, I yeah. guess. <laughs> so um, I'm going to separate these guys a little bit from just Please drops don't. that you made. Um, so apparently you guys are really into acoustic music because you have an EP that is pretty early in your recording, like two years ago, that it's an, an EP of just acoustic music. So, really? I mean, yeah. So right off that, you're like, okay, cool. Um, but then in this last recording, I believe the fifth track, you guys just have a nice breaker of an acoustic track. Um, a little more emotive and everything. That's so I, funny you say that because I was looking back on their band camp and they've actually been around since 2011. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. I, I think maybe, yeah, maybe the EP was like 2012 or something. This is their first like, proper full length. I just want to know more about that. Is it like the vocalist thing? Like, uh, But so the, the EP, I really like that it's an acoustic EP. A little confusing if you're listening to a hardcore band, blah, blah, blah. There's an acoustic EP. Mm. But um, equally as confusing, you know, when you listen to like Azalea dying back in the day and all of a sudden an acoustic track would <laughs> pop in, you're like, duh. Like well, okay, oh okay, I get it. Like it's metal, and you like throw the acoustic how about, track. How about, how about on that note? How about tech death bands using acoustic? Acoustically, you know? yeah. How I mean, the fuck are you going to do that and then have, like, ridiculously quantized, you know, uh, corrected drums if the, <laughs> right if, after if that? If the attempt is a palate cleanser, I just don't get it, I guess. That's what I'm saying. Like, like if you guys, if, basically, if you guys are throwing this acoustic track because you want to, I like the actual track, but when I view it as a as a full length, I'm like, eh, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like, like, not arbitrarily, like excuse me, arbitrarily just like slapped on the beginning of a fucking song. Yeah, like, let's it, have a 60 second acoustic intro and then go into our first song. Oh nah, man, I just really like their acoustic shit. It's kind of like, like, like kind of punky emotive shit. It's I, good. You know, I feel like few bands are actually able to pull that off. The last band that I remember liking pulling off like an acoustic interlude in their song that was like a hardcore band was, um, Pollution people, formerly Duck Duck Goose. I was just gonna say Duck Duck Goose. Duck uh, Duck Duck Goose even had like a little kind of singy intro in one of their uh, albums. Well, they had like, they had quite a few singy parts in yeah. this one song, um, Audio Amputee. That was man. Do you know what? As I think about this more, yeah, it's like it's literally that. It's like this like kind of like singy sappy shit. Then we got this heavy heavy Lolo that thing going heavy, on. Heavy heavy Lolo worship for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, mirrors and, particularly pertaining to the band we we're just talking and about. Even your name, Mirrors and Tides. It all makes sense and just sound. It just sounds like it should. I don't know, man. It's it good. sounds like a sounds like a hardcore band. And we're going to listen to Bad Omen, which is track two from Burdening. And Burdening came out on April 25th of 2017. Here we go. <laughs> Spinning in circles, spinning up 
Okay, so usually Christian starts off this whole thing, but I'm going to correct myself. So there is no acoustic EP <laughs> that these guys did. I definitely mixed them up with another band. You done goofed. I uh, done goofed. Uh, some fake news going on here, guys. So um, what I do want to point out, though, this is the true fact. So um, it... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, Christian. This is uh, why the president should not have a Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, in, in, in the, your last release, um, uh, solid, solid release, uh, track five is the acoustic track that we talked about prior to the song playing. Mm-hmm. Um, what you were saying is that. Uh, so, all right, so, so fucking track five. The lyrics are written by a Dorothy. Um, this is not your vocalist. So not only is it an acoustic track that sticks out uh, through the rest of the hardcore album, your lyrical content is written by a, like a ghostwriter uh, in a way. A so like I, I just like they, she's, I mean, credited. Ador- she's credited, but I'm just like it's just funny that like it's like oh it's, well it's not you Drake Levi. It's not Drake. Hey. 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 <laughs> Throwing some shade at fucking yes, yeah, fucking uh, yo I, fuck Drake. Turn <laughs> <laughs> new podcast. Uh, I, I really I really I just I I like that you. Uh, get the credit and that you embrace this like you know what um, you wrote something that I want to play so let's do it I just uh, if you guys can message us and give, give us a little bit more of a story with that I would really appreciate it just for myself like I, I think it's really cool um, so yeah I'm an idiot for uh, making a mention of an acoustic but, EP but what, what conversational fodder did it make um, beautiful banter beautiful banter alright so next we're going to talk about the tooth. No, we're going to talk about the tooth Bitch. next. You're so wrong. And uh, the tooth are a hardcore band from OKC. That is uh, Oklahoma City. And um, the shit is dirty. Uh, their approach to songwriting, you know, reminds me of Nails quite a bit. Um, in newer bands that we've covered, you know, Bear Bong. Yep. It's just like, it's some mean HM2 core, and it's yeah. it's very solid. Yeah, just angry punk hardcore, um, just pummeling breakdowns. Uh, instead of the build-up, it's more of just everything falls apart. Really appreciate that. I like when things fall apart. Yeah, it's good. And we're going to listen to Eliminating Human Pretension. And Eliminating Human Pretension is track one from their 2017 promo tape. Here we go.
Alright, so that was Eliminating Human Pretension. And that's track one from The Tooth's 2017 promo tape. Love all that feedback. It's just enough. It's good. You know, I don't really have a lot to say about that release, but it's it's good. That's that's all yep. that needs to be said. <laughs> Straight up. It's like a fucking it's like a sledgehammer or a a, a, cl- a blunt object, you know, it it does its job, it does its uh, its job well. <laughs> <laughs> it's not complex maybe, but you know, <laughs> simple. It fucking does the job. All right, so next we're going to talk about a mind traveler. A mind traveler or a tech death deathcore band from Russia. You know, just to preface this, normally we figures would, they're from Russia. Absolutely, I, I've got a whole rant on that, but I wanted to preface this by saying normally we wouldn't cover something like this or in this particular style for the podcast. But Levi and I are both lovers of uh, of death metal as well, so it's tech death. So it's Mathcast tech death. This Fucking is this is techie. If you like yeah. techie shit, then you'll you'll enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. don't be a dingus. Yeah. So. um First of all, this sounds like Meet the Massacre. Uh, I'd say that for some reason Russia and Ukraine have a particular fixation with Meet the Massacre. Um, uh, Dystopia and uh, there's a band called Upheaval. Um, Upheaval, I believe how you pronounce it. They only had like one or two releases, but this also reminds me a lot of Upheaval. Well, you know, there's a whole generation of bands like Dysphoria leading the way um, over there. You know, Monumental Torment. All, all these bands that are um, in that a very similar a very similar vein um, you know they, they have like hyper fast sweep arpeggios huge breakdowns gross like half step harmonies and then like the usual assortment of riff solids that one is it definitely like gi- death metal this band definitely gives like dysphoria and beneath the masker a run for its money I feel yeah um monumental torment too i remember back in the damn, day damn yeah dude that they was, used to have those like those youtube teasers that were dude, so good i was trying to think of this band <laughs> that band name earlier today like the myspace like days i was like fucking it sounds like somebody what was Just, that russian tech that was, that band? Russian that was te- basically an internet project damn all right cool. yeah monumental torment was sick um they actually had a guy from arizona do yeah, yeah, for yeah, them for yeah, a while yeah. too yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that was their best era but <laughs> um and then uh, I think fucking Josh Smith from Florida fucking did vocals for their their other full length album too. They've they've had quite the cast of vocalists Nerd. come in. <laughs> Dating myself here. Yep. All right, so we're gonna listen to uh, Flesh Recession, which is track two from Evolution, and that came out on July seventh. Each track slams equally heavy. Mm-hmm. Just pick one of them; it's gonna be slamming. It was it was easy. Yep. Here we go. Oh, 
Alright, so that was Flesh Recession by A Mind Traveler. And that's from Evolution, which came out on July 7th. So next we're going to talk about the Callous Dow Boys. It's a mathcore band from Atlanta, Georgia. Experimental hardcore, if you will. Um, this is another band that utilizes strings uh, in much the same way that Loom does. Probably no one is familiar with that band at all, but uh, to draw a more recent comparison, Juan Bond, who utilizes violin, that is, more specifically. Yeah, yeah, just utilizing that violin there. And uh, very well executed. Just kind of distinct and specific. I really like these guys for this. Also, really like your album cover. Shit's blurred out. I'm confused. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's really great. Um, I, I really like how they're integrating uh, an inst- uh you know, an orchestral instrument into their ensemble. I think I think it works well. There's hardly any bands doing it um, at this point. Like, take as many risks as you possibly can. I mean, if you were to see this band live, how would it not grab your attention? Uh, yeah, I don't see how it possibly uh, couldn't. And uh, it's so funny. While we were listening to this earlier, actually, Levi pointed out a very similar part to every time I die's floater. Um, I definitely was starting to pick up on that too. The the part. The part. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, it's infectious, it's good, and we're going to listen to Help, which is track two from My Dixie Wrecked, and that came out on April 1st, um, we had a lot more bands in this episode than we normally do, but we, we know, we can't, uh, we can't deny when there's a good release and it needs some coverage, so. It's our job. It is, except no one pays us. Here we go! <laughs> <laughs> This is not a devil This is a careful class of masterpiece This is not a sanctuary This is just your bad beat Rolling the wheels that everyone has seen before Pretentious in taste Typical human post-fail project Not the script Retreating your truth And they're keeping us poor And they're keeping us poor And they're keeping us poor And they're keeping us Alright, so that was Help by the Callous Dow Boys, and that's track two from My Dixie Wrecked, which came out on April 1st. So last, we're going to talk about Dead Hour Noise. Dead Hour Noise are a grindcore, mathcore band from Lansing, Michigan. And this, this band has actually been on my radar for a really long time. Uh, they've been submitting their stuff to Mathcore Index for quite a while. But this is their first stuff that I'm like actually really into. Um, they've come a long way. They've made a lot of improvements, and now this stuff sounds really sick. Which is funny because I was about to say, 
It sounds more throwback, which is sort of the reversal of what yeah. you would say for uh, like. Oh man, this the, uh, so they've gone forward by going backwards. Yeah, your guys's sound. Your guys's <laughs> that makes sa- no sense, dude. Your guys's sound only belongs in basements, house shows, and dive bars, and I mean that in the nicest way possible. It it like this kind of music is for a crowded room of forty people and only that. And I'm just it's it's you know I bet awesome. people said that about the Dillinger Escape Plan at one point though, and now I mean look at them it's more just what these bands track this day you know just like appreciating just like when you hear this band like i i, I know where you guys are playing it's probably in a dive bar somewhere in like some house show or basement show but like it's probably filled and i mean hopefully it's banging um that's where i'm at i know it. i mean i don't I mean, i'm sure michigan's got a, a good scene there seems to be a fucking ton of bands out there so uh hopefully that they're flourishing and again this is this is quite an improvement this is their this is their best stuff so far um, and For the beginning converge. I was going to say as the sun sets, that's kind of maybe throwing it out there, but at the beginning of the track kind of recalled that for me. And we're going to listen to a four, one, three, eight, which is so weird because as the sunset has a four character number, they got a few fucking digit ones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, four, one, three, eight is from their split with hordes, which came out on July 28th of 2017. Here we go.
All right, so that was 4138 by Dead Hour Noise, and that's off their split with Hordes, which came out on July 28th of 2017. So before we wrap things up, I'll let you guys know, uh, we actually are printing some MathCast shirts. That is correct, Christian. Uh, so we uh, kindly asked uh, Carlos uh, from uh, the band Antagony. Uh, also, uh, we need merch. Yeah, we need merch. Really hooking it up this time. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately, um, if you message us, get a hold of us, and everything for fifteen dollars, uh, that includes shipping. You're going to be getting a lovely black T-shirt with uh, the Mathcast logo on there in white. Uh, I believe it's Gildan. Ooh, the Gildan T-shirt. Yes, yes, that classiness. Uh, and it's really just going to give us some uh, some support. It's going to pay for another mic. Uh, at- yeah, probably no one knows this but we we literally are like an inch away it's very intimate um as as <laughs> we're sharing we, a microphone. Yeah, as we are talking right now we are on a couch with our knees touching each other and our shoulders touching each other on one microphone we've and been doing only this. i have headphones so and he has no idea what you, he's even like if it sounds good or not i just I, tell him i'm winging it everybody and i talk this fast no matter DIY what as it gets yeah it's pretty diy so and even it says that on a t-shirt so guys just um you want to show us some love uh yeah 15 bucks shipping and everything's already taken care of we'll so. have more details on that very soon like yep. either we'll send you, can, you pictures and shit so yeah we'll, we'll put some pictures up and um we did we got you know smalls medium large uh xl and we got some xxl so for the big boys and big girls out there uh, we got you covered boom uh yeah just so anyways just another way to support us guys uh just um on that note just support in general just whoever's listening thank you very much yeah as i mentioned that money will definitely go towards it'll it'll help us pay it'll pay for the microphone um it'll pay for you know the the pop filter and the the stand and all that other bullshit too, which is of course is like twenty bucks a piece. But appealing to the tens of hundreds here at the appealing Mathcast. to the tens of hundreds, yeah. indeed. And uh, it's a it's a labor of love. Yeah. Thanks so, guys for listening. Yeah, we thank you for listening, indeed. So I guess that about wraps it up for the eleventh episode of Mathcast. I'm your host Christian. I'm your co-host Levi. And we'll be back again next month with some more sick underground bands. Good night. And stay beautiful.